Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I am your host, Dwayne Callender. We have uh, Christmas Eve on our hands here, so Merry Christmas to all of you. And uh, those of you not celebrating, at least you get the uh, day off uh, tomorrow. So yeah, at least you have that going for you. But, uh, you know, obviously you're with your families. Obviously I'm doing the same. So I'm going to try to help you with your fantasy lineups today for week 16. Obviously, it's Championship Sunday for uh, some of you uh, still in leagues, but there are still also opportunities here w- with Daily Fantasy. So I'm going to kind of do the rundown of uh, good matchups to kind of look at and also just things to be aware of. Uh, so the injury reports came out. Uh, Michael Thomas of the Saints uh, is actually expected to play today. Uh, he had uh, been listed as uh, questionable. Well, actually, it was... Even the uh, questionable, uh, closer to doubtful, uh, as of yesterday, uh, with a hamstring injury, he's going to be active. Uh, you know, a question uh, regarding this would be, you know, where do you slot him because uh, he's injured? You know, from a DFS perspective, I would lean away from him uh, just because you don't know how healthy he's going to be for a daily. Uh, that would be for a daily uh, perspective, but for regular fantasy. Michael Thomas has been the most uh, consistent wide receiver of the season. Uh, you know, you can go down the list outside of uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, Michael Thomas has been the uh, most consistent wide receiver. Now, Brown's obviously out with uh, the uh, torn calf muscle. So, uh, you know, you're looking at the other options. Yeah, the other alternative would be Keaton Allen uh, in terms of consistency. But, uh, you know, in daily, uh, you know, you can lean on him in daily fantasy, but it's regular fantasy. You know, even if Michael Thomas is at 70%, that's still probably better than anyone else you have on your roster. So, you know, again, I, I kind of look at this as uh, one where, you know, you just got to suck it up and deal with it. I, I, I mean, I, I can't say uh, abandon your strategy uh, in the championship matchup. You got to do what got you there. So to me, uh, playing Michael Thomas is uh, uh, is still a given. It's just that you know, whereas I had him uh, as my number one pick this week, uh, I gotta slide him down a bit. Uh, I'll still keep him in the top ten, uh, but uh, you know he takes a he takes a bit of a knock just because of uh, uh, you're not gonna know how many snaps he's gonna get until game uh, the game commences. So uh, it, it is what it is. Now, from a wide receiver perspective, uh, in lieu of the Michael Thomas hamstring issue, uh, the new number one becomes DeAndre Hopkins going up against the Steelers secondary. Uh, that matchup uh, is on Christmas Day in the afternoon, so it's four thirty matchup. So obviously, you're going to have a lot of lead time before that game uh, comes in. So you know you're not going to be able to play him from a DFS 
uh, perspective uh, on most sites, unless you're doing uh, Sunday through Monday uh, lineup. Uh, but, you know, for regular fantasy, obviously, he's must-start. Keenan Allen, must-start. Julio Jones, must-start. Uh, you know, it's just that I can't trust Julio from a DFS perspective. Uh, but, you know, as it stands, yeah, if I'm throwing a couple of bucks on him, it would only be in a tournament play. I'm just not going to do it today. Uh, even though, yes, I know... Uh, the Saints have been susceptible to the deep ball in the past. Uh, they played them pretty uh, pretty well last go around. I'm not I'm not sold yet that. Uh, again, it's not anything wrong with Julio. It's just I'm still not sold yet on Steve Sarkeesian being the Falcons' offensive coordinator because, again, what offensive coordinator doesn't think to use their best offensive weapon? In the red zone. Uh, Julio doesn't get red zone targets. If he did, this would be an entirely different story. But uh, uh, thus far this year, the Falcons' philosophy has been to uh, get the ball away from Julio and use him as a decoy in the red zone. I don't get it because he's your best playmaker. You should be be giving him some back shoulder throws where only he can get to the ball about, about the defender. But Atlanta's just not doing it. I, I mean, I think that's part of the frustration with this Atlanta team is that, you know, they should be converting uh, for scores 85% of their possessions given the offensive weapons they have. And in reality, they're, they're converting on maybe half those. Uh, they squander so many good opportunities and drives because they don't know how to figure out the final third of the field. And, again, a lot of that has to do with uh, just uh, – uh, not uh, not giving uh, Julio Jones his proper due in the red zone. I, I just think you're making it way too hard on yourself uh, to come up with uh, an idea. So, anyway. Uh, next couple of matchups. Uh, Tyree Kill against the Dolphins. You know, Kansas City's offense has been better as of late. I just look at this situation and I'm saying... Uh, lots of snow in Kansas City. It's been snowing. It's been cold. You know, the Dolphins are ready for this season to be over. I, I, I'm i I'm very reticent to uh, play any Dolphins today. I know there's been recommendations to play Kenyon Drake because Damon Williams is out. I, I just, I'm not sold on playing Kenyon Drake today because I, I can easily see Miami just packing it in today and just uh, phoning in a performance. I'm just, I'm not sold uh, on the Dolphins not just uh, uh, just uh, rolling over and playing dead. Cutler is still viable for just yet another implosion. You know, again, could it happen where the Dolphins put up a good game? Yeah, certainly. I, I just think the probability of them putting up a clunker and they get blown up by two touchdowns, I just think that there's a very real possibility of that happening. So I, I have to put some credence into, I, I like having exposure to Kansas City's offensive weapons today. It's just that, will Mother Nature slow them down a bit so it's not as a huge a score as uh, people might have suspected with uh, just Miami traveling out to the cold. Next up, we got A.J. Green against the Lions. You know, A.J. Green's only here because his name's A.J. Green. I, I hate everything about the uh, Bengals offense. You know, it's just 
AJ Green has not been a focal point here. Uh, you know, and the same thing that applies to Mike Evans. It's just that you're hoping that there's some big play out there to make a make a justification for uh, make uh, of of implementing in your lineup. I won't do it, but yeah, you know, I can see some folks doing it. So that's why the Rangers are here. But you know, I just I just can't uh, pull myself to actually say, yeah, this is the best way you can utilize uh, uh, everything uh, that you have in place here with AJ Green because physically he's still he's still AJ Green it's just execution wise the Bengals have been so far off the map I don't know what they're going to do to get that chip right and around uh, coming up uh, we've got a couple of mixed players it's kind of a toss up between all of them in my opinion but uh, we're going to lead off with Juju Smith-Schuster taking over uh, a lot of the uh, looks that Antonio Brown will be getting. You know, uh, Smith-Schuster uh, was sharing a bit with uh, Martavis Bryant last week. But I think you're going to start getting a bit more focus on uh, Smith-Schuster because of the fact that uh, he was coming back off that suspension. So they we're going to work him back into the reps, uh, get him acclimated. And the Brown injury happened, and then they kind of thrust him into a different light here. So I think Juju's going to get more opportunities to uh, uh, just explode on the scene and make a name for himself. So uh, I would keep uh, an eye out for uh, Juju. Uh, basically, uh, you're looking at uh, a pricing point of uh, not that expensive this week. Right on, um, yeah, so... 6400 on DraftKings. FanDuel was a little bit higher than that. But again, because it's the Monday matchup, uh, it's you know it's going to be uh, dependent on obviously having to play Sunday through Monday lineup. So again, not uh, as uh, not available as an option for the main uh, group of games. But you know if you're expanding to Monday, then he's someone you should be taking a look at. Uh, you know, a couple other guys that I would. Uh, uh, have on here uh, Larry Fitzgerald uh, going up against the Giants secondary uh, been shaky at best in the slot so Larry should be able to uh, uh, do some damage there I know Stanton, uh, Drew Stanton as QB is less than inspiring but you know given the weak matchup against the Giants team that's looking to the offseason I, I think Fitz is a do for double-digit points and maybe gets into the end zone. You know, we'll see about that. Okay, in terms of guys I am avoiding today, uh, top of the list, Mike Evans. I know everyone is saying that Carolina's defense way to beat them is throwing the football. My issue is James Winston is not consistent enough throwing the football. You already got Deshaun Jackson out of the lineup. I'm not sold on him being able to target Mike Evans when Carolina knows that Sean Jackson's out. It's easier to double team Mike Evans. I just don't want any part of it. Uh, you know, if, uh, if I get burned on it, then I get burned on it. I, I just can't, uh, see playing Mike Evans today. I'll play him in regular fantasy because again, you know, you can't bench your studs unless it's truly a matchup where you have no shot. I mean, uh, even yesterday, I benched uh, T.Y. Hilton against Baltimore, and it ended up backfiring because, uh, uh, as 
inaccurate as Jacoby Brissett was with the rain, he still managed to hit a T.Y. on a couple of passes, so uh, he outperformed projections. Uh, it's just one of those situations where, again, I, I don't see Mike Evans uh, beating projections, uh, but, uh, you know, I can't play him for DFS. But, you know, for regular fantasy, yeah, you stick with him. Uh, just because more often than not, as much as like the scenario says, oh, you can't play him just because the matchup is so bad, uh, you know, you, you can't uh, just uh, kind of put yourself in that kind of corner. So, again, uh, I would uh, lean away from Mike Evans. Another guy I'm actually not looking that forward to today is Brandon Cooks. I think the Patriots have enough. Uh, weapons offensively targeting uh, in the passing game. Even with Chris Hogan out, I'm not sold on Brandon Cooks getting the lion's share of looks uh, to get into the end zone. I think this is a, a very uh, Gronk-centric game. I think even after the shenanigans of uh, him jumping on a player in Week 13, I think the Patriots are going to feature him quite extensively in terms of looks. Uh, in the passing game. So uh, if they want to get an interception off of Brady, I would actually uh, just drop uh, multiple guys out back and you hope that you make a play on the football. So moving on, we're going to go into the quarterback uh, pairings. So my number one pick uh, this week is Cam Newton. Uh, Just from the standpoint of Tampa's defense is absolutely decimated. They played Monday night. They had a ton of injuries. I just don't like the recovery period time for the remaining starters. I think uh, they're a team that can be had. Uh, so, uh, you know, in terms of uh, just uh, being uh, number one pick, you have a high ceiling, but a very high floor as well. So I think Cam has potential for 30 points today, but I think he easily is in the 20s uh, today based on the matchup alone. Uh, Russell Wilson uh, has a very appetizing, appealing matchup with the Cowboys defense. I think that game's going to be high scoring with the return of Zeke, but I also think Russell Wilson's going to put up some numbers, uh, whether that's to Doug Baldwin uh, or another receiver like Paul Richardson. Uh, it's up to Russ just to see where the patterns are going, but uh, needless to say, He's going to have some of those games where he puts up numbers, so you're just shaking your head as to how in the world did he make that happen. So uh, I, I like him as the number one, uh, uh, but uh, Russ is a very capable number two QB uh, for both fantasy and regular DFS. I mean, for regular uh, regular fantasy and DFS lineups, I think those are a great one-two combo. Uh, after that, then you get into the separation of figuring out what makes sense. I actually like uh, Alex Smith here as the number three. I know other people may have uh, guys like Brady or Breeze or Big Ben, but I just think the matchup against a Miami team that's going to be in the cold, it's freezing out there in Kansas City, I think Miami's going to roll over. Uh, I, I, I'd be shocked if the Dolphins put up a good fight today. I mean, anything's possible. I, I just think that it's more likely that John Gruden comes back to coaching than the Dolphins putting up a good performance, say, in Kansas City in the cold when 
they're essentially uh, out of the playoffs at this point. All right, uh, moving along because time's running short already. Uh, you got uh, a couple of sleepers here. I'm going to go uh, say a couple of sleepers here would be Matt Stafford against the Bengals and Blake Bortles in San Francisco. Listen, I bash the Lions for being yawns to painting, but the Bengals literally have given up on the season. They don't they don't communicate with each other. They have a number of blown assignments. This is a game where Marvin Jones can sneak behind the secondary and get a big touchdown pass, which would justify playing him and Stafford together in the stack. I I would look at that for a couple of dollars in like some smaller, uh, cheaper tournaments, uh, just as a differential play. But, you know, and then Blake Bortles. Uh, San Francisco's defense has always been weak uh, this year, so uh, Bortles has an opportunity here to put up some more big numbers as he tries to justify being an NFL QB, even though he's not. I, I mean, listen, uh, D.D. Westbrook and Keelan Cole are going to have excellent matchups. They're both cheap uh, uh, wide receivers on both FanDuel and DraftKings, so I would... Definitely give them a look over here uh, this week. So, uh, in terms of uh, just uh, the running back combos, uh, you're looking at because uh, Bell's Monday night game, uh, the Monday afternoon game. Uh, you're looking at Zeke coming back from suspension. I mean, we can talk about Zeke all day, but uh, uh, you know, I think Zeke's definitely in play here. Gurley against the Titans defense, definitely a play here. Uh, Kareem Hunt against Miami's defense. So I already talked about Miami uh, rolling over. Definitely have an opportunity here. The uh, a guy I'm going to talk about, though, is Mike Gillisley of the Patriots. Rex Burkhead's out. Uh, so with that, uh, Deion Lewis is going to get the bulk load of carries, but he's not the goal line back. Uh, Rex Burkhead was getting those touches. So uh, those touchdown opportunities. Uh, you could see uh, Mike Gillisley put up numbers uh, here and be that under-the-wire uh, DFS play. I mean, in regular fantasy, uh, chances are you have a backup, but if you need someone in a pinch, yeah, I would play uh, Gillisley. Uh, I, I've uh, just uh, for that touchdown capability alone because, again, New England's going to have opportunities to put up points against Buffalo's defense, which is not very good against the run, especially after trading Marcel Darius. Again, I don't understand the decision to trade him, but hey, Buffalo's doing what they're going to do. Uh, anyway, so moving on, because again, we're a little bit short on time. Uh, tight ends, like I said, I expect a big day out of Gronk. Uh, Travis Kelsey, primo matchup against the Dolphins. Uh, Zach Ertz is playing Monday. And then after that, you got a lot of guys just in the mix. Uh, any any one of these guys could go off. It's not going to surprise me just because of how much of a uh, crapshoot tight end has been this year. So uh, we'll leave it at that. In terms of defenses, uh, you know, the Ravens were projected to be number one. Uh, just didn't happen yesterday, so that probably hurt some teams in their championship my, lineups. Uh, Jacksonville's has a good matchup against San Francisco, but Jimmy Garoppolo has been playing well. So again, I think there's a, a chance where you get more points coming out of San Francisco than people were banking on, and he's been keeping uh, taking good care of the football too. So uh, again, I I don't see the monster day out of Jacksonville that 
some people are anticipating. Uh, but, you know, it could happen. It's just I'm not banking on those same amount of projected points that you normally would see out of Jacksonville. A uh, couple other teams that you want to be mindful of, Bears against the Browns and Deshaun Kaiser. I just think there's a primo matchup for the Bears, so I would take a look at uh, them going up against Kaiser, who's a turnover machine. And then you got the Lions and Bengals. Uh, Lions are further down on this list uh, in, in terms of, uh, of dollars on DraftKings and FanDuel, but I would play the Lions because, again, I am not sold on whatever the game plan is for uh, Cincinnati. It seems utterly broken at this point, <laughs> and they can't figure out how to put it back together again. So I would take advantage of it and just play uh, play the Lions defense to shut down the Bengals because, again, even though they're at, uh, they're going to be on the road at Cincy, the Bengals have just not been showing up for some of these games. So. Uh, I, I look at this and say, you know, uh, where do I sign up with getting a cheap defense that could put up some points for me today? And I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the lines to do so. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to get into uh, my lineups uh, today because uh, uh, we're uh, getting a little bit close to uh, the finish line here. Over on DraftKings, the... Uh, main lineup I've got going today would be Cam at QB, Ezekiel Elliott at running back, second running back being Melvin Gordon. Uh, wide receivers going cheap here, but I'm playing the duo of Keelan Cole and D.D. Westbrook for the Jaguars just because the San Francisco secondary has been great. So, you know, they're very cheap on DraftKings. Uh, again, going cheap on wide receiver because I'm loading up on running backs. I got Kendall Wright of the Bears. Uh, again, you know, the Browns, not defensive stalwart. So, uh, short passes galore. Uh, I see from Trubisky not trying to throw the ball too much down the field. Eric Ebron has been on a hot streak with the Lions lately. And again, the Bengals just quitting on the season. I, I look at a good potential there. And uh, Christian McCaffrey playing in the flex. Uh, against Tampa, I, I see opportunities there for him in the pass game to catch a couple of passes and uh, possibly get in the end zone. So I, I like that opportunity there. And then on defense, uh, uh, you know, I could play the Lions. Uh, also may flirt around with the, the idea of playing the Panthers and uh, also the Chiefs. Uh, it's just a, a couple of uh, defensive matchups where I think there's uh, good opportunities there to uh, do some damage. So I think uh, all those teams uh, have a, a chance to uh, be very good on defense today. So I, I kind of like where uh, they're shaping up uh, to be, uh, to, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. So uh, outside of that, a couple other uh, uh, lineups that I would be using uh, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, McCaffrey, Keenan Allen, Demir Bird on the Panthers, uh, just to save on money. Robert Woods on the uh, Rams, Eric Ebron, Mike Gillisley, and the Lions defense uh, over on FanDuel. Uh, the main lineup uh, there would uh, end up being uh, Cam, Zeke, Gurley. Uh, again, Westbrook and Cole for the Jags, Keenan Allen, Ebron, 
Graham Gano is my kicker. Uh, Bears defense against uh, the Browns. Uh, and for differential tournament play, uh, I will, you know, heaven help me, I will play Blake Bortles uh, with a couple of bucks at a couple of lineups uh, uh, as my QB, Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins, Keenan uh, Cole, Keelan Cole, uh, Gronk, Phil Dawson as my kicker, and Lions defense. Again, this is from the standpoint of you got a lot of running backs with a lot of premium matchups. So you're trying to see what uh, combinations uh, work and uh, try to go a little bit cheap on wide receiver today just because I think the opportunity is going to be there with the running backs today uh, instead of uh, the wide receiver. So, you know, again, these are all uh, possible uh, possibilities, but nothing's ever uh, concrete in uh, fantasy. So with that being said, I will bid you adieu, but I will give you a holiday-themed send-off courtesy of DMX, which is one of the fewest things I would uh, never actually see coming. uh, But anyway, uh, give it a listen. Have a good day, everybody. Enjoy. It's the most talked about position in all of sports, the quarterback. And now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field. Celebrity QB featuring four time Super Bowl champion coach Charlie Weiss. Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll I'll take Giselle, okay? (laughs) Is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position.